Welcome to I Bet So Hard, technology and workflows that really work. The not so serious podcast for seriously busy veterinary teams brought to you by vet to pet Listen for quick, fun interviews with veterinary professionals who've retrieved and actually held on to their sanity, happiness, and success by learning a few new tricks and embracing efficient processes that actually work. I'm Dr. Stacey Santi. And I'm Dr. Caitlin DeWild. And this is I Bet So Hard. Hey everybody, it's Stacy, and I'm so excited today. We're going to take a departure from our normal I Vet So Hard episode because we recently hosted a great webinar with two seasoned practice managers, Mandy Billinger and Brad Jonesburg. They both work for vet to pet and they gave five amazing tips on how you can navigate and survive the busy summer coming your way. So join me, stick around, and check out this special episode of I Vet So Hard, where we're going to share this webinar with you. Hope you enjoy it. Today, let's jump right into our tips for the five ways to help your team during these crazy, busy summer months. The first one that we have here is to be creative with your scheduling. For me, I found that it was pretty imperative for my team to always have something to look forward to. So I definitely made sure to push all of my staff to put in some PTO to have something to look forward to. I knew the summer crunch was coming, but happy employees are happy employees. And if they've got something to look forward to, that definitely keeps them going through that pinch, through the grind. So definitely encourage your team to to take that PTO and to schedule it because that way you can prepare your schedule accordingly. The other ways that I would consider are maybe give a holiday in your practice, you know, take a Friday off, or if you work weekends, maybe close for that Saturday morning. Having the full team get a weekend together can do wonders for mental health, for for team bonding, for for just feeling like we're going to get through this summer in one piece, for sure. The last thing to do would be to rotate your major holidays. Nothing will give some ill will if your senior CSR has every major holiday off and everybody else is working every single holiday. So keep those those three holidays in a rotation. If you get the 4th of July off, maybe that person works Labor Day. If somebody works Memorial Day, they can work the 4th of July or take that 4th of July off rather. And if the team needs to switch things up, they can take that amongst themselves and, and pass that around. Mandy, did you have anything to add to this point? No, I think um, it's a great segue to leading into what I'm going to be talking actually about next, which is let's start now. Let's prepare now. And what I mean by that is when we look at the upcoming holidays, we've got three, like Brad mentioned, we've got Memorial, 4th of July, and Labor Day. They all fall on Monday this year. So get that on your calendars and let's prepare. Let's prepare now for those Tuesdays, because as we know, when we come back from those holidays, We have, of course, the barbecues that we're recovering from where the dog was given a corn cob or a bone was given to him. Or maybe we have some serious stress going on um, and anxiety from the fireworks. We know we're going to get an influx those days after the holidays. So let's make sure we start putting in blocks now. Start getting those into your practice software. I know it seems like, wow, it's only May, but I promise you the sooner the better. It's also really important to let your clients know about alternate methods in which they can start getting requests to you. So as we know, as we get busier, our phones are going to be busier. Other communication methods are going to be busier and we're going to be in with more appointments. 
thus all leading into how helpful it could be for them to be able to place an order online, to request an appointment online, and just having, you know, the accessibility to get what they need through the summer, but maybe not have the only stream of communication is to call in to your practice. You can also make sure that you look into hiring relief. That is one thing you know, I, as a previous practice manager, was guilty of being involved in if one technician takes off the a Friday or Saturday, well, guess what? We're just going to ask the rest of our team to work overtime. Unfortunately, that causes a lot of resentment from the staff and then guilt going into that vacation. Um, can you imagine feeling the guilt of your entire team having to work overtime just so you could get away with your family or friends? We don't want to, we don't want to recommend that. So we know vacations are going to happen in the summer. There's beautiful weather. We've got holidays. So prepare now for that. You can look at additional relief options. One that we actually featured here on iVet So Hard was Relief Rover. And that one is a great idea to start thinking ahead of time. Even doctors, don't forget about your doctors. You know, I have also seen where doctors all of a sudden are working seven days a week because another doctor is taking off. So look at those relief options and use them. You know, whether you're going to pay overtime or relief, it usually comes out pretty close on a financial standpoint. So I think your team would be much, much more happy um, and feel like they're really being their, their mental health and probably their physical health are being considered when we, when we're planning for these holidays and time away with our family and friends. So, you know, we got to prepare now and get ready for the summer. Brad, what do you think? Oh, I think it is super important to prepare for work for sure. I also think, and here's my big segue, I think it's very important to prepare for the fun too. So like I would do some planning, get take advantage of this beautiful weather and the warmer temperatures and start thinking of some really good team bonding activities. For my staff, we really loved axe throwing. We did axe throwing a couple of years in a row. You're looking at the two-time CPH axe throwing champion. Thank you very much. And for my Philadelphia crew, we, that was something that was a really big deal. We, we went to BYOB facilities. We'd bring in some beer and wine. And it is unbelievable how ridiculous the laughing, the cheering, the but it was just wonderful to do like some kind of competitive activity where everybody was cheering everybody on. The camaraderie at the end of that couple hours was like off the charts. And we went into the next week of our schedule, like on a, on a high as a result of it. Other really cool ideas I've heard, I'm going to stick with Philadelphia for a second. But one of my manager friends that I know did a build your own cheesesteak bar, which I thought was like the cutest thing ever. And you can accommodate like your vegans with some like vegan meat and stuff like that for the, for those people. And you can also do a projector and beam a movie on the side of your practice is a really cute idea. I'm a big fan of how to train your dragon for veterinary teams. I think it's a really cute movie for everybody to watch because it's just cats with wings. It's pretty wonderful. If you are a uh, more athletically inclined, you could do team yoga. That sounds really bendy to me and my back already hurts talking about it, but I think that's a really cute idea to get everybody involved. Goat yoga is really funny or they do now dog yoga now. Wreck-It rooms. Oh, that's where you can like bash plates with bats and stuff like that. That's crazy. I've heard of that as well. It's so fun. Top golf is a big one I've heard here lately. You can schedule a pool day with your staff and their pets is a really adorable idea. 
you don't even need to go that far out of your your sphere even though if you wanted to set up like a field day on your property or in your parking lot make up some little games or like the throwing the the cornhole game is a really good one uh, you don't have to to go like crazy outside of your sphere outside of your budget to really create some really excellent team bonding experiences uh, mandy do you have any other really cool ideas on that yeah i do actually when i was in practice we did a hot dog bar and what sounds kind of weird about it but you actually got to pick what kind of dog you wanted and so we did like a little station where there was you know maybe a miniature schnauzer or <laughs> there was a lab dog and depending on the different breeds of dogs that's the toppings you added to your hot dog and it was a fun little barbecue it was just at a local park that was right down the road and we just closed the practice for two hours over lunch and we went and had lunch at the park and you know you got to say oh well i'm gonna have a husky dog today or i'm gonna have a lab dog today and it was fun it was creative so cute and it was just a fun way to you know really break up the day but it didn't take too much away from you know getting away from the practice we were able to you know make it happen just over the lunch hour so what's which, cool about that idea mandy is that like i know a lot of people didn't want to do after hours or like come out on the weekends kind of thing so having that at lunch is a really cool idea i think whether you do it at lunch or on you know off time the big thing is to put it on the calendar make sure people know way ahead of time so they can plan their schedule and you can get a good head count of how much you know, how many hot dogs you need or how many axes you're going to throw. You know, get that on the calendar so you can let everybody know we've got this coming up and, and we can schedule accordingly from there. Hashtag I vet so hard is brought to you by vet to pet the all-in-one client communication and engagement solution that makes being a veterinary professional a lot less hard. Hey guys, this is Nicole Claussen from the Inventory Nation podcast and episode number 16 on the hashtag I vet so hard. Constantly running around like a crazy Labrador? Too much stress leaving you looking like a hairless cat? Forever chasing the ball, but never seeming to retrieve it? If you're paying for multiple client communication platforms and still finding it difficult to get home in time for dinner, help is here. With vet to pet you can simplify and streamline your technology while still maximizing your reach. Rather than communicating with clients in multiple channels, you can find them, and they can find you, in one spot, your custom-branded hospital app. And because vet to pet offers expert appointment management, pharmacy requests, reminders, two-way chat, virtual payment, and so much more, you can exceed your clients' expectations and decrease incoming phone calls and stress. To our fourth topic, which is treats and probably, honestly, one of my favorite topics to be talking about today. I think it's so important to consider so many different factors when you're talking about bringing treats. Nowadays, we've got allergies, we've got diet restrictions, and we've just got preferences. So yes, we did have vegan dogs and we had all sorts of different dogs but change it up. And I think that's the most important thing. We've all been guilty of, oh, let's just do a pizza party. It's easy. They deliver. It's cheap. 
but it doesn't always, you know, it just is like, oh, great, another pizza. So consider changing it up. I personally, when I was a former practice manager, I teamed up with my drug reps that I was spending the highest amount, giving them most of my money. And I actually had them come by with an ice cream truck that they were able to rent. And that ice cream trunk, uh, truck parked right in front of our practice. And it was really fun to just have um, all of our entire team be able to go out front and, you know, pick out a different ice cream. But again, going back to consider those preferences and, and, you know, offer, you know, different popsicles that don't have dairy and making sure that you have maybe some just fruit pops in there, or if someone has a special allergy or preference, you take all of that into consideration because there's nothing worse than feeling left out. You know, I, I definitely can't imagine being lactose intolerant because my love for cheese and ice cream is probably a little too much, but I would feel really left out if no one thought of that as they were surprising our team with treats. So, you know, definitely take inventory if you can now while you're talking about upcoming vacations and planning ahead and seeing, hey, who's needing Memorial Day off? Who's needing Fourth of July off? Who's needing Labor Day off? Maybe you also pass around a sheet that says, hey, give me a list of your top three treats. And then, you know, maybe if that that special technician or that special receptionist went above and beyond and you know that they like a grande Java chip, light ice, no whip, almond milk, you can surprise them with that because, you know, it, it's definitely a very independent thing. And, you know, some people don't drink milk, some people don't drink caffeine, but you can get them a black iced tea or, um, you know, just anything that maybe Starbucks has to offer. They definitely offer a variety for you. So think outside of the box of pizza, um, have fun with it, but also know maybe what their top three treats are for them. And Take that into consideration as you're planning, you know, a treat maybe that week or that busy Friday that you have coming up. I definitely think that we really need to be more aware of all of our employees and what they're liking and what their, you know, maybe their certain restrictions are. So that's kind of one of my tips for, for my, my five tips for the summer. Brad, you have any other ideas? Just to to belabor the point a little bit, like nothing made my like vegans feel seen more than me having something for them that wasn't a salad Um, or maybe just a piece of fruit, like, but something as substantial as what the rest of the team is getting, I think is a, a wonderful thing to do. And it's not only going to make them just feel good in the moment. But you're going to build goodwill with them because they they will feel like you're listening to them. And I think it's a very powerful thing. As little as it is, it is extremely powerful and valuable for just staff building and and morale in general. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Well, let's pivot to our fifth point. And this is going to be to like get a little more creative with just your workforce in general. Um, For my staff, it was... Uh, and kind of imperative for us to to pivot pretty quickly to a digital position uh, in the early days of COVID. And one of the cool things that I learned during COVID is this remote position could be used in a, a bunch of different ways, whether it's somebody stuck in quarantine for COVID and or we're just going to have a, a full-time digital coordinator off-site is a really cool idea. But using this in conjunction with the summer, why not give a rotation of your CSRs a Friday digital coordinator shift? It'll kind of feel like they're getting a long weekend, but they're not taking time off. They're not using their PT 
CTO, you're not losing productivity. And in the meantime, your team from home can handle their vet-to-pet requests that come in, all of the emails, they can triage telemedicine, any of the things that you're doing digitally, you know, everything short of speaking to somebody in person or answering a phone can be done off-site. Definitely make sure you're using a cloud-based software for that, for sure. But even if you're not, there are a whole bunch of ways like log me in where you can use a non-cloud-based PIMS and log in uh, from an off-site location. Um, I definitely found that my team appreciated to be able to work in their pajamas <laughs> for a day and, and kind of ease into their weekend. And like I said, it did feel like a long weekend for them and a little time away from the practice. Even just that that one shift will make them feel you know, a little more removed, a little clearer headed for the next shift that they do come into the building. And we have a digital coordinator guide uh, that uh, our marketing people have whipped up a couple months back. So we'll make sure to, to link that here in the chat as well. Uh, Jessica had a really good question. How do you make that fair for technicians? If you're utilizing some kind of pharmacy tech, that is someone that can absolutely handle that. Uh, you know, those requests, approving the requests, forwarding messages to the doctor, they can do all that from home digitally. They don't need to be at the practice. So you can rotate your technicians in that that remote pharmacy tech position and, and kind of do the exact same thing. Yeah. And they do offer um, label makers now that you can actually have wireless connection that you can remote yeah. in. Like Brad said, there are a few different options for those practice softwares that are not cloud-based. There is, you know, like for instance, with Avamark and Introvet, which was what I was using in practice, we used LogMeIn, Splashtop, or TeamViewer for our doctors to be able to go home and enter some notes, but still be able to make it home and have dinner with their family. Same thing with technicians. They would be able to remote in and maybe get those order requests approved and printed for you guys so that you can just fill them very quickly. And again, doing that from home. Wow. This is so great, you guys. I have a couple of questions I'm going to pose to you now. Okay. And these are from some of our guests today. What is your opinion for when you're trying to plan? I've certainly had this. So I'm trying to plan something super fun. I'm working at it really hard. I'm going to close the clinic even and maybe go to the movies for two hours. And I've got some negative Nancy that's like, I don't want to see that movie or I don't want to go there. I don't like the movies. Do we make it mandatory or do we make it? come if you want, otherwise go do you, which I worry like no one will come to my movie if I say that. Like, should team fun be mandatory? What are your thoughts on this? Personally, when I was in practice, I definitely, um, I had that happen all the time. I had a lot of people with differing interests, especially when it was like, oh, let's do a paint and wine night. Well, I don't like crafts. So I definitely feel that. But what I learned is when you get, I don't know, one or two people that are like jazzed about it and then they start talking and they're spreading the word and they're like, oh, who cares? It's going to be free wine or yeah, we're, who cares? We're going to have fun. I think that if you get a couple of cheerleaders in your corner, I think that's where the key's at. No one wants to be left behind or feel left out. And if they do miss that one movie, they're going to hear about it the next day and they're going to hear about how they missed out. So I think as they say, FOMO will kick in. And I think that next time you'll have better success. And I also think planning, you know, in hospital things, make it convenient for your people. You know, not everybody has access to immediate transportation, but 
we expect them to be able to come into the office. So if you do something like Mandy had said, like uh, bring in that ice cream truck during office hours, then people are not you know, feeling a pressure to come in on their off time. They're not sacrificing their they're not work time to be with work people again. And then you're not having any of that ill will. If you do have a team that is all about meeting up outside, go to happy hours, then you may not have this issue whatsoever. But I do think to have, you know, vary it up and have some in in practice things and then outside of the practice uh, makes sense. So you can collect as many people into the fun as possible. Yeah, I think that's right. It's and, and also reminding that, Kind employee that say, okay, it's actually less about how to train your dragon as a concept. It's more about hanging out with each other and just having fun. But if it's not your cup of tea, we respect that. And then just let them off the hook. But I do think if you force it, like it's not, <laughs> they bring down your fun ultimately. So, and, and then providing a variety of activity. So if that person came to you and said, I don't want to do that, say, okay, well, what would you suggest? Let's plan our next activity. And then you sort of put them back in the driver's seat on it so they can't say no. So I like that little psychological twist on them too. (laughs) Okay. We have another question for you guys. And this one is, you talked about letting team members work remotely. What if I have a team member that lives out in the boondocks, no Wi-Fi, and they can't work remotely, and they're going to be all jealous that they don't get this perk and they're being punished because they have to show up at work. Should I just not do this for, if I can't do it for everyone, nobody gets it? Or how do I navigate that? Like, like, that's a tough one. What, do you have any advice? Are you talking about Brad over there in Hawaii? <laughs> Look, um, I got my Wi-Fi working this week. <laughs> no, there's um there are additional tasks. So I would talk to that specific member and see if there's a way that you can think of ideas that it may not necessarily be um, tech. Uh, I don't want to say technician based, but where they necessarily need a computer, but maybe there's something else that you're needing help with in the practice. So, I mean, who knows? It could be that you need someone to go in and type up some medical notes or some new policies and protocols, and you just need to have a a computer. It doesn't need to be connected to Wi-Fi, but kind of think outside the box and find out what would make them feel included so that you could find additional projects and and see what you can do and and come together as a team and and work on that. You might even have people that prefer to be at the practice. So to take you even a step further, Stacey, and what I would maybe recommend is like... you can take them off the floor. They don't have to, if they're going to work, they don't have to be on a phone. They don't have to be at in your lobby. So, you know, that CSR, put them in your office and let them sit at a corner to do that digital coordinator stuff. Heck, we can even still let them come in in their pajamas. So it really is an official, like, relaxing day in, in their work place kind of thing. And, and it could work with the techs. Um, my doctors, we even rotated them telemedicine from home. And some doctors definitely prefer, preferred to be in the practice. We just set them up in, in our admin office office to do that so they could more quickly get some answers if they needed to. But some of them definitely took advantage of the telemed from home thing, you know, telemedded in their pajamas. And I think it is just a really good way of keeping people productive while also giving them a little brain uh, relaxation. 
Well, I love y'all's ideas. Thank you so much for bringing them up for this webinar. I, what I'm hearing you say to recap is treat your employees as individuals, build the fun, build the schedule, get in front of the chaos, be prepared as best you can, plan, know, you know what days are going to be a hot mess. So beef up staffing on those days and be flexible, but start the conversation now so you can make sure that each employee, as best you can, can have a fun summer. And don't forget about your own self in that whole thing, too. Yes, 100%. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of I Bet So Hard. Don't forget to head over to ibetsohard.com to download our top five takeaways from this episode. We'll see you right back here. Same time, same place next week. Until then, here's to putting your technology to work for your practice.